0: You're listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast, where we provide top insights into sports leadership and peak performance through interviews with some of the greatest team captains and thought leaders in the sports world. Now, here is your host, performance coach, speaker, and author, Ben Smith. Welcome to the Captain's Coach Podcast. I'm the founder, Ben Smith, and I'm excited to bring to you just a short uh, podcast today and what I'd like to focus on that I think is really going to be useful for you as a coach or especially as team captains is a discussion about beliefs and specifically three beliefs that I think that if you can own for yourself as a team captain is going to really take you a long ways in being the best team captain that you can be. Um, And again, you know, our belief structure, it drives just about everything, our our culture within a, within a program, uh, the behaviors that we enact and the results that we get from those behaviors are all driven by the beliefs and the underlying assumptions that we have about ourselves and the world around us. They even affect the lens in which, you know, we perceive experiences in the world. So I'm going to start by giving you a quick story that I think really drives home a couple of, of these beliefs and sets the stage for the rest of this podcast. And, and the story I want to tell is about a man named Mel Fisher. And Mel Fisher is, uh, he was born in the early 1930s. And when he was about seven years old, he read uh, Treasure Island, which is a classic book by Robert Stevenson. And right after that, he really became obsessed with the adventure of treasure hunting. He spent years researching tales of ships that were swept away at sea that supposedly carried exorbitant amounts of treasure. And uh, he finally, as he was going through this this time of research and and just reading stories, he stumbled across the story of the Spanish galleon, which I believe is pronounced a And so it was this Spanish galleon that was said to have had, that has the largest treasure ever recorded on a ship and that it was at one point in time long ago, uh, destroyed in some sort of a, a hurricane or storm and was somewhere on the, on the coast of, I think it was Florida. And so um, as he went about this, this and, and he realized that this, heard about the story, uh, he really believed that he was going to find this lost ship one day. Um, and so just to give you to accelerate the story here, he ended up going to Purdue to be an engineer, joined the army as a combat engineer, and fought in World War II. And when he came back, he started his own company. Uh, he built uh, new underwater diving technologies and products, and he utilized those things that he was creating to help him in his own adventures as he really went off to try and find this treasure of the Spanish galleon uh named Atoka. And uh one of the big issues, though, is that no one believed it really existed, um, and so every day, Mel Fisher would he would wake up and he would say, "Today is the day that he was going to find it. Today is the day." And he would wake up, pop out of bed every morning, and that would be his motto. Uh, he just believed that he was going to be the one to find it, that it existed, and that it mattered that he found it. And so, five years later, though, as he's going throughout, you know, all of these, um, you know, just putting together all the resources that's required to go about you know finding sunken treasure in the ocean at the bottom of the sea you know it's a lot of resources time and effort um, and so after 5 years still nothing uh, and everybody was laughing at him certainly a failure uh, but he kept going 10 years 15 years 20 25 and 27 years later he finally gets the call that he hits the motherlode and, uh, and that they had finally found this ship that no one else really thought existed. And so, um, one, it's to this day, notice one of the biggest treasures that were ever found. Um, and so, my question for you all, and the reason that I kind of presented and started with this story, is because we have to really look at what it takes for somebody to, to endure 27 years of failure. And... At the, the cornerstone of why he was able to do that is because he had beliefs. He had a why. And Simon, Simon Sinek talks about this a lot. You know, you have, you have a why you can come up or overcome any, any how. You can figure it out. And so, you know, belief systems and structures that we have is what drives everything. And so Mel, he had, he had three beliefs in particular that were really the beliefs that allowed him to endure failure and to con- help him to continue to move forward in what he believed was possible, and to get him to reach his goal, and those three, uh, the first one was that he believed that there was a treasure out there. Number one, you don't there's no treasure out there. You don't believe it. You're not going to put the effort, time, resources required to you know find it if you don't think it's really there. So he believed it was there. Number two is that he believed not only that he could, but that he was going to be the one that found it. Uh, key difference there and number three and one of my favorites especially if the first two are true The third belief is that the journey was worth it He believed that all the time the effort the energy that he was putting forth this process that he had Regardless if really he even met if he if he reached this goal or not that it was worth it all And So I think there there are, those are three beliefs that we can really take away as a team captain um, that's going to be beneficial to you in uh, in this upcoming year uh, that you are going to be taking the lead, or even if you're not the team captain, if you're just a main influencer, you feel like on the team or that you can be. You need to have these three beliefs, and so let's go. Let's talk about the first one. We're going to change them up a little bit. Um, the first belief as a team captain you need to have is that you matter. So not only do you matter as, as as an individual, you know you really need to believe that you matter and have the self confidence that, that 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 takes there. But but more than that is the fact that you matter in your role of leadership within the team. If you don't believe that you matter or that the team captaincy role doesn't really matter, uh, if it's just uh, you know, something that somebody puts on a, on a pedestal that you know you have no real influence within a team, then you're not going to be able to fulfill. The, your potential and what this role has the potential to be as well. So the belief number one is you matter. And some underlining um, not just assumptions, but facts and information that I've been able to gather to support this belief is number one is there's you know we had Sam Walker on the podcast recently, and his book essentially found that out of all of the best teams in the existence of, you know of the last hundred years in all of the different countries, all of the different sports, those top tier teams, their results were driven by player leadership and the team captain specifically. And so it's a really, there's a lot of research that's pointing to the fact that and a lot of coaches say the same thing. Player-led teams are better than coach-led teams and that player leadership is going to be what allows you to win championships, especially consistently. Okay, then secondary to that is the Pareto's principle that we talk a lot about. Um, that, you know, in our last podcast that I had, we talked about the seven reasons to have team captains. And one of those was this Pareto's principle law, which states that 20% of your inputs equate to 80% of your outputs. So on every given team, there are, if you have a 20 man team, there's three to four players on your team that are doing 80% of the influencing. If you're the team captain, then it's highly probable that you're one of those 20% 20% of individuals that equate for a large majority of the influencing within a team, and that matters, right? Obviously, that underlines with what we're talking about, with the fact that this role matters, team captains or main influencers. Um, and, and just as a side note there, it's not that you know 80% is not 100%. We're trying to get to 100%. So one of your roles is to not just Constantly be the one directing controlling commanding unless that's really your, your style and your strength and people respond well to that But it's to bring other people uh, Into the mix of leadership um, So that you can get that last 20% as well um, you know, we talk about uh, we talked about the law of the lid in the past where um, you know your leadership skills matter because you know as john maxwell discusses and talks about in some of his books we all have this, this lid and uh, from one to 10, we fall somewhere along that scale of leadership skills. And if you're a five, then your team is never going to be more than a five. And so it matters that you take the ownership and responsibility to improve and grow um, your leadership skills. And so again, belief number one, those are just a couple couple facts, uh, information that might be use for you to kind of own that belief that we've been able to find. Uh, and again, belief one, you matter. Belief number two is that not only can you be a leader and that you can influence, but, that, but that you will do it. When, when Mel Fisher, when he would wake up every day, he would say, today is the day. That was his motto. He firmly believed that every single day was, was, uh, he was going to find it. He's going to find that treasure today. And for you as a team captain, you have to take that belief as well. You have to believe that you are going to do it. You're going to wake up and you're going to you're going will the, your leadership and will your strengths to be able to influence your team um, effectively. You're going to do it every day you wake up. Um, you're going to make that happen, essentially. Um, and then belief number three is this idea that in general – the journey is worth it, regardless if you reach the goals that you've set or not. Because there is no doubt that you are going to come into failure as a team captain, especially as a young leader, and uh, in, in a place where you haven't had that much op- many opportunities to take leadership roles. You know you're not going to be able to do it all perfectly. And so the idea here is that you have to believe and understand that this is a process that is worth it, not only for your your team but also for yourself as well and that there is a treasure at the end if you can do this successfully if you put in more time and effort and you have a heart of service if you take ownership um, and you really focus on influencing your team for the better even with all the mistakes that you're going to make at the end of the day all that pain and suffering sometimes that might occur in your leadership roles it's going to be worth it in the end. And so I think, you know, those are really three beliefs that uh, you would do well in owning as you move into a leadership role within your team this upcoming year. Is, is believing, again, number one, that you matter, that your role matters matters within this team. And there's plenty of, of information and facts to kind of support that belief. Uh, you have to believe that you're going to do it. You will do it. This is more of a mindset. Than anything it's like i'm going to wake up and today i'm going to serve and lead and influence and number three is that Regardless of what the outcome is It's just believing that this journey is worth it. You know at the end of the day We play sports not just to win championships uh, To gather trophies that in the end are going to collect dust and rust What we do this for is because it is a trans Formative experience, and and it is worth it in the end. Uh, it's a way to transform ourselves and our teammates to be better and improve. And I think you know that that at the end of the day, it's certainly something that is second to none. Is the the sports experience, and we need people, great leaders, great influencers to to help us to have these great experiences in life, so that we can have great memories, uh, increase the relationships that we have with each other and the teammates and to improve ourselves. So I hope that, uh, you got something out of this, this short podcast and that, you know, you'll take these beliefs and try to own them for yourselves this upcoming year. And I will see you in our next podcast that I do, which will be on uh, vital behaviors and influence. Thanks for listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast with Ben Smith. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and check out our website at captainscoach.com. Join us next time for another edition of the Captain's Coach Podcast.